Hey, hey, girlfriend, who's ready to supercharge their productivity to take charge of their day instead of the other way around? I see you there in the front row, raising your hand and shouting, me, me, but secretly thinking that you've heard it all before and nothing's worked so far. Well, let me tell you, my friend, that's about to change because I'm sharing my best tried and true, no holds barred strategies for getting totally focused and staying that way. And all you've got to do is listen in and then follow through. Sound good? All right, then let's dive in. Welcome to the Simplicity for Solopreneurs podcast, where we focus on saving time and money and taking massive action while creating an online business we love as we sip on some freshly brewed coffee that just might resemble that oh cream with a little dash of coffee that mama made for us when we were kids. I'm Christy Weitenheimer, public school teacher turned retired tech and productivity guru for educators turned podcaster and business strategist for beginner solopreneurs. I believe women shouldn't have to choose between their God-given talents and dreams and their current reality. Are you looking for a business bestie to help you get started on the right foot? Then come on, girlfriend, let's do this. So I've been where you are, sister, wasting my work time on activities that don't seem to be moving my business towards success basically spinning my wheels, feeling stressed and overwhelmed and defeated. But I have good news. I've found the secret to getting more done every single day, to staying focused on what matters. And now I don't wonder what I did all day when my business day ends. And when my husband gets home from work and asks what I got accomplished, I can proudly tell him I kicked some butt and moved one step closer to my dream. Want to know how I do it? Of course you do. Today, I'm sharing a training that I presented at an online business conference, and it's going to knock your socks off. So listen in, and then I'll share a few thoughts when it's over. So we're going to get started with applying the 80-20 rule to your business, and this is one of the biggest helps in being productive in your business and using your time wisely. The 80-20 rule states that about 80% of your results comes from just about 20% of your efforts. So that means that all that time that you're spending, about 20% of that is made up of what really makes a difference in your business and gives you about 80% of those results in your business whether that's driving traffic to your site or getting email subscribers or selling your products. We know that there is no time to do all the things in your business between taking care of your home and your family, blogging, all of the maintenance and little tasks that go into creating an online business, the marketing, we have to spend that limited time that we do have focusing on result-driven goals and tasks. Both projects and the tasks and activities are the ba- that are basically going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. So we want to identify and then focus on those tasks and projects that will lead you to the greatest results. 
So we want to ask ourselves a few questions. When we're looking at a task, we want to evaluate and see, does it really have to be done? Is it important or is it just busy work? So do I really need to tweak my About Me page one more time? Or is it good enough? Is it going to be a time waster that's really not going to get me to my goals? And then what about those low impact tasks? Some of them just have to be done, but maybe we shouldn't focus as much of our time on those tasks. Get them done, but don't spend an inordinate amount of time on them. The next productivity tip I have for you is to review your goals. Make sure that each of those items on your to-do list actually align with your goals. If a task aligns with your goals, then prioritize it by how much impact it's going to have on your business and put it on that to-do list. If it's a task that really does not align with your current goals, it's best to put it on maybe a future list of things to do after you've grown your business some, whenever it's time to create new goals, sometime in the future. But if it's not aligned to your current goals, it's best not to spend much time on it, if any time at all. You want to be working on both short-term and long-term goals for your business. You need to break those big goals, those big dreams, down into manageable chunks. And then you're going to break those chunks down even further into actionable tasks. What do I mean by actionable tasks? Things that you can actually do to move you toward that goal. But you can't just stop with making a list of goals and then breaking those goals down into manageable chunks and then actually putting those into action with tasks. If you don't schedule those tasks, more than likely they're not going to get done. So make sure that whatever type of planner that you use whether it's a good old pen and paper planner, whether it's your digital Google Calendar, maybe it's a content management system such as Trello or Asana or ClickUp, wherever it is that you put that to-do list, make sure that your tasks get scheduled on that list or you're not going to be doing them, which means you're not gonna be working toward those goals. Another productivity tip is to prioritize your tasks in order to get the results that you want. So we want to organize by the results that each task is going to produce. Think about that 80-20 rule. If it's a task that is not going to make as big of an impact on your business, but it's got to get done, go ahead and put it on the list but maybe put it a little lower on the list. Choose those high impact activities to put at the top of your list. Now, of course, sometimes we have to think about the logical order that things have to be done in. And so that is also going to play a part in the order of your to-do list, as well as deadlines that you have. But the idea here is to make sure that you have short-term items and long-term items both on your list. So you're gonna create and sort a list of tasks, a list of activities by priority. And then I really suggest out of the, that prioritized list that you schedule your top 
three MIAIs every day. Those are your most important action items. Put them at the top of your list. Make sure that you get those items done. And then if you get to go onto the list and accomplish more with your day, great. But you can feel very satisfied and very accomplished if you get your three MIAIs done each day. It also helps to have those listed so that when you get up in the morning and you have gotten your day started, then you know exactly where you're going to start with your day. No wasted time hunting for a list. No wasted time trying to determine what you should do today. No wasted time even trying to get together the action items because it's going to be right there in your planner ready to go for you. Now, a big problem for a lot of us is how to get started when you really don't want to. I know I cannot be the only procrastinator in the bunch, but I have learned a couple of tips that will help get me started and get me in gear when I'm just not feeling it. So your inner procrastinator, a lot of times, and I find it's true for myself, what you're procrastinating about is most often what's actually going to produce the greatest result. You may feel nervous about the task. It's big, it's important, maybe it's something you've not done before or you've not done very often, and so you're just nervous about how it's going to turn out. If your inner procrastinator is trying to stop you, there's a pretty good chance that it's really the activity that you need to focus on the most and at first prioritizing it. So here are my top two tips for procrastinators. And trust me, I've had a lot of experience with these tips, so I know that they actually work. The first is using the Pomodoro method. Now, if some of you have heard of the Pomodoro method, great. For those of you that have not, I'm going to run through the steps. And basically, it's a method that chunks your time into focused work periods with short breaks in between so that you can really spend your work time organized, focused, and get into what we call a flow state. And you get your most work done. It's your most productive time when you're in this flow state. So let's look at how the method works. You start off with a timer, your task in front of you, turn on your timer, and you give yourself 25 minutes to work. And you work only on that task. You stay focused, undistracted. So you turn off your phone notifications, you close any extra tabs, you're only working on one task. No multitasking here, which is a really bad idea anytime. So then when your timer goes off, of course, if you're like right in the middle of something, finish it up, but go ahead and try to finish as soon as the timer goes off. And your next step is to take a quick five minute break. It's gonna give you mental energy to take a quick break. You can do something fun or you can do something quick around the house. There are a lot of tasks that are looking you in the face on your mind constantly that you can get done in five minutes. You can unload the dishwasher, load the dishwasher back up, put in a load of clothes, take out a load of towels, walk around the house or the yard a few times, go get a fresh cup of coffee or a healthy snack, uh, scroll on Facebook for five minutes, but only if you can stop after five minutes. So really that how you spend that five minute break is totally up to you. 
Just make sure that you stick to it. And when your timer goes off, we're back to another 25 minute work period. You're going to continue where you left off. If you happen to have finished the first task by the end of that time, then you go ahead and you pick up the next task on your list. But if you're still working on the previous one, that's great too. Just start working. Again, no distractions, this focused time. You will be amazed how much you can get done in 25 minutes when you're focused on it. When the timer goes off, you get another five minute break. Read another chapter out of that book. Close your eyes and take a power nap. Whatever it is that you want to do for that five minutes. And then you're gonna get right back to work. Put your timer on for another 25 minutes. Focus and work, work, work. You're either continuing on the task that you were working on during your previous work period, or you're starting on your next task. In five minutes, I'm sorry, in 25 minutes, you're gonna take another five minute break. So notice at this point, you have had three 25 minute work periods. Those are actually called Pomodoros. And this is your third five minute break. When this break is up, you're gonna start on your fourth Pomodoro, your fourth 25 minute work period. When you are finished with this 25 minute work period, this focus time, this time your break is gonna be longer. You're gonna take a 20 minute break. Gives you a little more time for some of those tasks that take a little bit longer. Maybe this is more your idea of a power nap time. The timer goes off, you get back to work. So at this point, that is a full Pomodoro cycle. And if you have more tasks to work on, I'm figuring you probably do, especially if you're trying to do this as a full or part-time job and not just a small side hustle, then you're gonna start the cycle all over again with your next 25 minute work period. This time you'll go to the five minute work period. It's only after every fourth Pomodoro that you take a longer 25 minute break. Now this is the traditional Pomodoro cycle. I have to say that I actually work my timing a little differently. I usually set my timer for about 35 minute work periods and then 10 minute breaks and then a 20 to 30 minute longer break after my fourth Pomodoro. So obviously you can tweak this to work for you and whatever cycle makes you the most productive, but I guarantee you, you will get so much done using this method. The other really, really great working procrastinator tip or trick is the five minute rule. If you're dreading doing a task and you're having a hard time getting yourself to do it, then make a deal with yourself and start that task, that activity, and commit to working on it for just five minutes. That's it. Put your timer on and promise yourself you'll do it for five minutes. This method seems to lower your inhibitions so that after that five minutes, it seems a lot more doable. It might have been because you were afraid or nervous like we were talking about a little bit earlier, the reason that we procrastinate a lot of times anyway. So once you start a task, more times than not, you end up with a more positive attitude about it. It always works for me. When that five minutes is up, 
I never stop that task. I continue working on it. And so if you really need a quick jump start to start on a test task, just try the five minute rule. The last tip we're going to talk about is being very selective so that you can optimize that limited work time that you have. We all have choices. So when an opportunity, such as when I got the opportunity to be a speaker at this summit, or when a request from a family member or from a friend comes in, maybe your sister texts and she wants to go out to lunch with you that day, here are some questions that you can ask yourself to try to discern whether that opportunity or request is something you should say yes or no to. So ask yourself these questions. First of all, does it align with my goals? And that can be personal or business goals. If you have a goal that is to strengthen your family relationships, especially one with your sister or your mother or that aunt or uncle, if them go asking you out to lunch, if that furthers that goal, then that may be something you want to say yes to, even though you're a little short on time. If it's an opportunity or request that aligns with your business goals, part of my business goal is to grow my audience. So what better way than to get out in front of a new audience? So I said yes to this chance to be a speaker at the summit. The second question, what effect will it have on my productivity? Is it going to slow me down, stall me, completely stop me? Or is it just going to be a little hiccup? Is it something that I have time to schedule? Is it something that I just absolutely can't squeeze in? And it doesn't really align with my goals anyway. And then that third question, fourth, third question, sorry, to ask yourself, is it something you really want to do? We have to stop feeling like we have to please everyone. If you've gotten to down to this third question and it's not really something you want to do, it's okay to say no. And then the last question, if you're still having a hard time deciding whether to say yes or no to that opportunity or that request, is to ask yourself, is it going to cause unnecessary stress? I know as we try to build online businesses at home, blogging, creating products, marketing on social media, all the things, plus still take care of our homes and our families, it's a lot. We don't have a lot of spare time. Many times we feel like we don't have enough hours in the day anyway. So if it's going to cause you more stress than what it's going to give you as far as results getting you toward either your personal or your business goals, then just say no. So there are some options available to you at this point. Either create a schedule that allows for some wiggle room when those things do come up, or remember that no is a complete sentence. And you don't always, you don't have to give a reason to people. You can just say, I'm sorry, but I'm not able to go to lunch this week. Or I'm sorry, but I'm not able to be at that speaking convention this week. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to do a joint webinar with you. Whatever it is that you're not going to be able to do, it's okay to just say, I'm sorry, I can't. And you don't have to give a reason. It's perfectly okay. And you need to allow yourself, give yourself permission to say no. Another tip 
for setting some limitations, being selective, is to set expectations for things like your availability and your reply time in your business. Set regular business hours for yourself. Don't let people expect that they can get a hold of you at all hours of the night or on weekends unless that's what you want to do. If you're okay with that, great, go for it. But if you want to set aside those evenings, those weekends for time with your family or time with your friends or just time for you to unwind, then set those expectations with your clients and customers right up front, right in the beginning and let them know what your business hours are and that you'll get back to them as soon as you can. You might set something like an expectation that you'll get back with, to them within 24 hours or within 48 hours or just Monday through Friday, eight to five, whatever it is. You wanna make sure that you're taking time for yourself and taking time for your family so that not only you're growing your business, but you have enough left over for everybody, including yourself and especially time for God. So I have a few action steps for you. I want you to go and list your top three goals for your business. Pray about it if you've not done that before. And then I want you to refer to that list of your top three goals whenever you are creating your to-do list. Now, if you have your current to-do list, I want you to review that. We probably all have really long to-do lists. Review that against those goals that you just created. Which items are essential to achieving those goals? Which items maybe can be eliminated or at least put down on the list because they're not that important? Or you're gonna promise yourself that you're not gonna spend too much time focusing on those. So I want you to go through and trim that list. Take items off, prioritize them, push things up the list, push things down the list, remove those items that are not related to any of your goals, prioritize the rest, and then set those three most important action items for you to start on your very next workday. Okay, let's review those five areas or hacks for staying focused and getting more done. Number one, Apply the 80-20 rule to identify and then focus on the tasks that'll make the most impact. Number two, review your goals often and make sure that your action items are aligned to those goals. Number three, prioritize your tasks and get them on your schedule, starting with your top three most important action items each morning. Number four, Use the Pomodoro method and the five minute rule to jumpstart your work time when you're just not feeling it. And number five, be very selective in how you use your limited time. Learn to evaluate and sometimes say no. So there you have it. And all you have to do is apply these strategies to your own work from home time. And then you're going to move one step closer to your dreams each and every day. Oh, and before I forget, are you looking for more awesomeness? Do you want to hang out and get more tips for your solopreneur business? Come join the Simplicity for Solopreneurs Facebook group 
at facebook.com slash groups slash simplicity for solopreneurs. Come on, you know you want to. What are you waiting for? I'll leave the link in the show notes. Until next time, keep it simple, sister. Hey, girlfriend, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, if you'll head over to iTunes at the Simplicity for Solopreneurs podcast and leave a review and subscribe to this channel, I'd be forever grateful. Together, we can empower and educate women entrepreneurs to use their God-given talents to dream big and have it all. I'll see you soon. Blessings, Christy.